Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, everybody, welcome back to DadCast. I am JP. That guy is Nick Martin. Nick, how you doing, bud? What's up? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm great. It's finally warming up a little bit around here. I know. And then, it, then like next week, though, you're going to be like, dude, schedule it earlier. It's 150 degrees in the in your studio. Right? But it's okay. <laughs> we're, we're in the studio. is still it, it, good. literally perfect right now. So no complaints. There's, you don't see the sweat beating down my face. We're good. Today on the show, man, we have an amazing guest. This guy is a speaker. And from what I've gathered in the deep dive that I did, um, he's pretty much does everything. And by everything, I'm going to let this guy explain to you. During the podcast, what that is, please welcome to the show, Mr. Pat Hilton. How are you, bud? Going on. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. You sound great. You look great. Your presentation is amazing. I applaud you. Hey, I do what I can for the world. You know, that's what we're here for. <laughs> Pat Hilton, the very first question on po- on the podcast, it's a rite of passage uh, for every single guest, is, are you a dad? Yes, I am a dad. Two kids three-year-old and a five-year-old they are dressed like princesses right now probably bouncing around upstairs so if you hear a thump that's them okay understand i got you and i know that 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 scenario full well i'm assuming by that rationale although in today's day and age i can never be too sure but that they are both girls they are both okay girls. all right three I, I forgot. i'm born in 1983 so usually that stuff's a given but these days with right. twitter and exactly right never know I, yes. girls ella and annabelle ella and annabelle ella and awesome. annabelle it's almost as if they were disney related i mean they are disney-ish <laughs> they're disney-ish but like with like a splash of wwe oh okay explain yeah, that so they're one jumping off the couch at six o'clock and seven o'clock in the morning and rough housing and wrestling and whatnot and you know pulling each other down and it's it's uh it's it's wild this is not a um you know easy going household i mean we go toe to toe around here <laughs> i love it that's awesome that uh, nick's got that in common his uh he had his uh what was it your 832nd child two years ago yeah yeah okay. no well yeah 833 three months ago right so, right yeah i'm a i'm a glutton for punishment He's just pumping them out. Right. And and that kid so, loves to gotta populate the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He totally. said he was gonna do it. F him. I got yeah. I <laughs> I got them do. But so yeah, he Nick actually was it's seven kids. He just seven just kids. had a brand new baby girl about three months ago, and baby boy is about two and a half now. Three? No, he's gonna be three in two weeks. Wow. Yeah, dude. Dude, and they're like they're starting to wrestle now. It's crazy. Like she is a, she's a trooper. She's a, yeah, she's three months old, but she like, she holds her own. She'll like, we'll be sitting there and watching a movie and then out of nowhere, she just like kicks him in the face. It's like, yes, that's awesome. I love it. Pat Hilton. Oh, sorry. That's what we need more of in the world. That's what we need more of in the world. Pat Hilton approves that. Well, if you're going to mention my name, Pat Hilton approves that. (laughs) And he's talking to the third person, man. Perfect. I love it. (laughs) That's right. Hey guys, it's JP. Sorry to interrupt the podcast, but I got to let you know, man, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex. All right, guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. Blue Chew 
BlueChew.com. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Now check it out. Does it work? Don't think you need it? <laughs> That's up to you, man. You got to try it for free for a month and see. You're going to love it. You could be missing out on the best sex of your life. BlueChew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at BlueChew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try BlueChew free when you use our promo code DADCAST at checkout. Just pay five bucks in shipping. That's BlueChew.com. Promo code DADCAST to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank BlueChew so much for sponsoring this podcast. Pat, tell us about who you are and what you do. Cool. So I am a MC. So I travel around and I host events, make announcements, introduce people. And I'm usually the first speaker of the day um, at events and stuff like that. And so I also run a social media agency and people always ask me, well, what does that mean? <laughs> uh, you know, about 10 years ago, I was making funny song videos with my guitar and I would have a little bubble in the corner of things that I would sing about. One of those things ended up being Grant Cardone one day and Elena, his wife messaged me and loved the video. And so that video essentially got me the attention of the Cardones and booked at 10 X growth conference in front of 10,000 people. So I performed in bar corners for 15 straight years, seven nights a week, entertaining people and then jumped on stage at 10 X growth con and just absolutely lit that place up and never played a bar corner again. I've been the business conference guy ever since. And so I've kind of pivoted into more of like a speaker host type role because it's, it's more of like an authority position rather than just the goofball on breaks. Right. And, um, social media, we took that strategy and that formula and we build strategies and video strategies and, um, creative for a lot of top entrepreneurs and influencers. And, uh, you know, here we are. Who, if you could like name the top influencer you've worked with that, that should be immediately recognizable by name, who would it be? Like Gary Vaynerchuk. All right. There you go. So I've spoken on stage with Gary. We've done some um, some content for Gary that he's shared and done a couple of events together. And um, yeah, it's a does, lot. Does Bradley, this Bradley is another guy I work with. He's got millions of followers on social media. He's hilarious. Runs a company called Lightspeed VT. They do virtual trainings for Tony Robbins, Damon Shark. I mean, everybody. So the what I've noticed is that the people in like the top tier, the premier influencers, the, you know, Ed Milets, Bradley, Grant Cardone, Gary Vee, all those people know each other, hang out with each other and recommend people. So, you know, when you're around one of them, you're around all of them. So it's really a tight space. Right. Well, it yeah. guess Nick, guess what? We're hanging out with Pat Hilton. So we're now in the club, man. There we go. Know. Baby. We know we're, we're hanging out. So let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Do you find yourself away from home a lot with this career path of yours? So mainly just weekends, a um, couple weekends a year or a couple weekends a month. I'm gone. So I would say it's getting a little busier on that front. But I mean, that's just part of the game. Like I said, I traveled for 10 to 13 years traveling all over the country with a guitar. And so this is just part of the game. Um, this is something I accepted at a young age that was just 
part of my life. It's what I love to do. And, you know, if you're going to be a dad that's preaching to your kids to like chase their dreams and go after their passions, then, I mean, you might as well be doing it or, or you're just not living by example. And so part of the deal is that dad has to go out and do what he needs to do. And this is how I generate leads. And this is how I live by example, not only for them at home, but for people in my industry who want to be speakers, who want to host events, who want to be in front of thousands and thousands of people. It's like, if you're going to hire someone to do your social media and they're not on stage with all the biggest names, then you're probably choosing the wrong person. That's, you know, so I have to walk the walk. If I'm going to talk the talk, do you find it hard leaving your kids that often? Uh, no, um, uh, I I don't. (laughs) And, And I, and I always say that to people. And I mean, do I miss my kids when I have to go out of town? I mean, yeah, sometimes. And I've missed mother's days and I've missed this and I've missed that. And at the end of the day, like my ability to do this show and to encourage people to go after it is the reward. I think people look at like, like I didn't even have my own car for a really long time. And now I have this Porsche sports car and people are like, Oh, you made it. And it's like, dude, it's a, it's a car. A car doesn't mean I made it. I still was making it 10 years ago when I had no money because I was succeeding at what I wanted to do. And so nothing has changed between then and now, other than the fact that I happen to work with some like more wealthy, rich influencers. And so I get paid better. But the reason why I'm good at what I do is because I love to do what I do. Do you have, you know? and so, do you have any experience working in radio? So, so I don't, I mean, I I've done a couple things on the radio, yeah. like with a guitar or being a guest or whatever, but I, I don't have any actual like radio show yeah, experience like a radio because, voice. because I happen to be the definition of a radio guy. I've worked 20 years in the industry, whether it be oh, wow. terrestrial radio streaming, you know, being the janitor, the it guy, the morning guy, the night guy, the program director, the music, everything wow. in between I've, I've done it in radio and my friend, if I didn't know any better, you have previously worked like in a sports talk radio sense of the word. You you've got that flow and that voice and and, and hey, if this all ends up not working out for you in ten years, you got a gig <laughs> in radio, man. Trust me. <laughs> well, and that's funny because it's like uh, you know part of what we do as an agency is we help people build their strategy and communicate that strategy on video, and so. All of this kind of goes back to square one. Like I started in bar corners with a guitar hosting my own, you know, shows or we, we call them gigs, right? Yeah. Um, you know, three, four, five nights a week turned into five, six, seven nights a week turned into sometimes playing multiple shows a day to survive. And so you just learn how to talk on a microphone after a while and how to communicate with the audience and and how to reel them in and make them a part of the act and bring people up and sing with them. And I mean, there could be three people in the bar and they're not going to leave because I was so much fun for those three people that I made it about them. And then it would turn into seven people and 13 people and 40 people are all of a sudden. And they're like, dude, this is the biggest Wednesday night we've ever had. And so I think that communication and your ability to convey your solution to the marketplace in 2023 is just as important as anything. And your ability to do that on social media is going to determine how many eyeballs you get 
which will also determine your lead flow and your conversions. I think that people are still overlooking the power of social media and communicating on video. And so I really doubled down on my vocal messaging rather than just being an entertainer. And so I think it's just really important. Like I said, even before we came on, like if you're going to be the CEO of a media agency, you better be able to show people how to make media. Yeah. Yeah. And absolutely. <laughs> and and or, or what are you even doing? And on that point, um, you, you hit the nail on the head. I'm going to give you an example. Um, I am a part owner of my radio station that I, I, I do currently have. It's called pirate radio. But when I say part owner, I'm not the man who can make the ultimate decisions. That's, that's my man, my boss guy. And he, and if you ever see this, Dan, I, I'm, I'm just speaking the truth. Okay. Um, he's old and by right. old, I mean, very Okay. And he's done it all in the industry. He's, he's, and, and been successful everywhere he's gone. But we're getting to the point in time where things are changing so fast and right. he's not able to keep up with them, but understands their importance. I literally had a conversation with him yesterday um, about he's building our website and doing everything. And I said, you, we have to have our social media somewhere on this website. It needs to be more apparent and it needs to be, you know, we need to be using it. It's so right. important. And he's, and he just kind of brushed it off. And I, and that's where I stopped him and said, look, man, it, like, I, I know you've done it all. I know you're great at what you do, but this is the most important thing. Okay, I don't care what you say. It is absolutely 100% the most important thing that we can do right now for this radio station to get low, you know, globally more recognized than it already is. And he just kind of brushed it off. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to, we're going to fight that battle another day. But right. to your point, it's like, gosh, it, people don't grasp, not all of them yet. And, and it's been around long enough now. I think that maybe it should, you know, it's kind of like EVs, man. It's the way of the future. Get on board. Let's go. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, I, I drive an EV. The, the Porsche that I drive is a Taycan electric and I got all these credits and I can just charge it at home and it's fast and it's fun. And um, there were also all these tax incentives with it because it weighs over 6,000 pounds. Right. Yep. So yep. Applied yep. for section 179. Plus I got the EV credit. And um, so, I mean, there's certain tips and tactics and strategies that you learn along the way from people that are successful. And as long as you implement and you execute on those quickly, you can stay in the leading area of the pack or lead the pack. And I think it's just really important for people to understand that like, even like this, this is essentially a radio show with a video component, but you're using it in a way that can be uploaded on YouTube where my agency will probably break down clips and tag you guys and some kind of crazy shit that we say could go viral. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, absolutely. And one video, just like the Cardone story, I just told you guys one video after 15 years of people not really noticing me and being the guy in the corner. Now I'm at like the leading edge, the forefront of this social media you know, revolution. And it's what changed my entire career. And so if I wouldn't have been practicing that video style for years and years and years, I don't know that I would have closed Grant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I kind of wish that when we first started the podcast, we had the team that we have now, as far as like social media goes, what we know now to get the analytics, the engagement back mm -hmm. then, I, I feel like we'd probably be twice as big as we are. 
social media wise, our engagement would be hundred times better than it is. Cause we're just, it's, it's every day there's something new and it's like, man, this is, this is insane. If we had just listened and, <laughs> and, and had this team back then, like it, where we'd be now is just crazy. To so, think. But the good thing, and, and don't forget what you're saying, because I will totally forget if I don't say it, but the <laughs> good thing about it is that you're doing it now and you're creating a future for the show because right. more and more people are going to see you and hear you and feel what you're saying if you're giving them digestible chunks of information in the way that they actually digest it. Like back in the day when we were all kids, right? Like the Super Bowl commercials were like the big thing. Well, now yeah. on during the Super Bowl, people are on their phone the whole time. No one even watches the game. No one even pays attention to the commercials. And the best commercials show up on Twitter 20 minutes later anyway. Right. right. Or the day before. So like, <laughs> dude, the whole game has gone to this viral component of communication. And so yeah. it's just important for people to understand that that's the way people communicate in, mm -hmm. in personal and in business. And it's just like, you need to be using this technology. If you were to define as we speak today, uh, and you have to pick one, okay, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, TikTok, whatever, what's, what's the biggest, most important one to have and be successful? So, uh, so I would say Instagram. Okay. hundred percent. But it I mean, sounds to me like there's, but yeah, so there's a, but so I close more deals on Facebook, but that's not what you asked me. No. You asked me what's the most important one. I think if you say, follow me on social media, the first place people go is Instagram. Mm -hmm. Now I personally close more deals on Facebook than anywhere else. I personally know you can make more money on YouTube than anywhere else, but that doesn't mean that I don't think that if you don't have an Instagram, you don't exist. Yeah. And that's so again, here we are. We've completely skewed away almost immediately from the dad talk. I am going to come back to it, but since <laughs> but we're on topic part of being a dad, listen, we're talking about entrepreneurship, success, business, getting on stages, being an MC, being a radio host, and we can do it all from our own home. Right? I don't have a See, um, I'm not at NBC studios spending money right now. I'm in the comfort of my own home, making connections, and we could potentially use what we're filming to convert more deals in our business. And so if you're a dad with a business, I think this is applicable to everybody. I mean, if you want to get out there and really do it with Gary V and Uncle G and, you know, Ryan P and whoever else, Brad Lee that I work with, like I've literally done it and I did it out of an apartment corner. So anybody out there can get the right attention and convert. Yep, absolutely. No argument there. So on our social medias here. Yep. Everything is it's decent except YouTube. And 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 it's not horrible. I mean, we're over 10k subs, but YouTube is tough. Damn it, it's a fickle bitch is what it is. I <laughs> want uh, I I need that plaque in my life. I need that first 100k <laughs> subscribe. I don't I'm going out of my mind. If there was yeah. one of those on the other platforms, I would have we would have had them already. Um, right. What's your advice then? You know, if, if you were to apply it to us, here it is, some free advice cuz I'm taking advantage while well, we got Pat yeah, Elton yeah, yeah. on here to get our YouTube to 100k as fast as possible. So I would use YouTube Shorts. Okay, been so doing it. My my whole strategy has always been based around uh, what I already described as as like the Super Bowl 
approach where it's 15 to 30 second videos that are really engaging, that are funny, that are fun to watch, that are digestible. And you just pump those out every single day, two times a day or three times a day, if possible, because you only need one of those to connect big for them to go and watch and listen to all your shows. So with YouTube strategy, and this is why there was a but in my answer <laughs> with a YouTube strategy, you can utilize the Instagram like offense of 30 second short form videos, or they call it reels on Instagram, but they call it shorts on YouTube. And all this was stolen from the TikTok vertical format, which was stolen from the Snapchat format originally. Right. So there's a history there. I just explained it. Yep. But short form vertical video that you can watch just like this with captions on the screen. Let me pull up a client. Um, you want to have words on the screen because people people don't even listen to the video. They just read the words. So you got to make sure that you have captions on the screen and make see it like there's animations and all that shit. Yep. Um, you got to have all of that. I would do shorts two to three times a day, every single day. And then I would have links to whatever episode that came from in the description so people can go watch the whole show. Because if you get one of them that goes bonkers and then they go and they start to binge watch the channel, your channel is going to go whoosh. It's going to go wide. And, and, and people are going to sit there and your watch time is going to go bonkers. And watch time is how you get paid. Shorts are how you go viral. Okay. And and there's no stepping on a previous post. Like I post this one and then I post another one, you know, three hours later. That's not going to, you know, oops, the last one it I post now matter. doesn't. Because the, oh, yeah. So what I found with like my research on YouTube, it's completely different than like Instagram and Facebook where you mm -hmm. need to post a certain okay. time. YouTube is like boom, boom, boom. And eventually, like I, I posted five shorts on my fitness channel one day, four of them got four views. One of them got like 12,000 views. Yep. So it's, and it's, it's really weird on how it works. And the one that got the most views was the worst one. It was like, yes. A lot of it is based on what people are searching for, what people are already watching, you know, what they're searching for is based on what their interests are. What they're watching is based on what's actually trending. And number three is like SEO. So you could post something right now about fitness, right? Like you said, um, yeah. you know, don't use this type of oil in your cooking or whatever the, the bad oil is. Can't think of it right now off the top of my head. There's a bunch of them. And then six months later, that right. video gets 400,000 views because NBC does a special and you pop up to the top of the SEO and you become the most searched video for that oil that you're not supposed to be cooking with. So sometimes there's a delayed gratification with YouTube, whereas TikTok or Instagram or like Facebook reels, generally, if you're going to go viral, it happens within a week or two. Yeah. Or it doesn't happen with that video. Right. YouTube has a lot more um, long-term play for your videos. All right. There you have it, Nick. I just got to stop doing the other job and start pumping out videos every day. Or, you know, you can do it. You know, I'll just send you videos. You just put the <laughs> captions on and load them. I'm just giving you access to the account. Okay, screw it. All right. You know, whatever. And, and so here you go. So if you wanted to do a bunch of those types of videos and you didn't, even if like, again, like I'm all about giving people the correct information too. you can hire an agency like ours. If you have a budget or if you don't have a budget, you can just buy a program like Descript. And you can start cutting out little chunks and adding captions to those. It's going to look a little bit more basic than if it's done by a high 
high powered agency, but it's going to be good enough to where you could pump out a lot of short vertical videos. Yeah. I, I think Descript is the best program for beginners to pump out short form content with captions. Okay. There you have it. And don't use the built in caption feature. I mean, dude, the problem I, I have it with it is it's it just pretty. looks cheap. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And so it's That's my biggest thing, thing like, too. Presentation. Here's, here's a lesson I learned uh, from my buddy, Brad, Bradley. Um, Brad was the guy that I met at Grant Cardone's event that told me to stop doing the guitar thing and to be a host and an MC because being a host and an MC is going to get me paid, but being the break guy is just going to make me the goofball on the breaks. I'm not going to make any money. And so what he told me was, dude, the way that you present yourself has to look like you're on the poster because right now your biggest problem is that you're not on the poster. You're not a featured speaker. You don't get to talk about your company. You're just the guy that goes up there and sings funny songs on the breaks. So if like, if you want people to come across your stuff and you want them to take it serious and you're using an auto caption feature, it just looks cheap. And, and so like, it, it's just like anything else. If you're auditioning for the NHL, you might have great <laughs> talent, right? But, it, but it, if you're going up against somebody that's got the killer reel, you might lose the deal. Yep. All right. And so you want to make sure that everything that you do from the way that it is sequenced to the way that it's edited to the way that it's presented with the captions, that it at least looks as close to professional as you can. And that's why even if you cut out the clips and pull them into Descript, at least it'll look pro. You know what I'm saying? It yep. might take you an extra couple minutes per clip, but dude, it'll make it look way cleaner than like the one word like goes off the screen and then it's like all weird or it's got that little rolling ball like box thing and there's shit spelled wrong. Right. There's no emojis. It just looks janky. <laughs> you know Write what I mean? Write that down, Nick. All right. Like, like even Will Smith, in the movie, remember the movie where he's broke and sleeping on the bathroom floors and shit? Oh, yeah. Pursuit of happiness. He still, he still shows up with a suit on. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, dude, if he showed up with a, with a um, you know, Harley Davidson T-shirt on, they'd have kicked him out of the office. He never would have got the job. So it's like you got to think about that stuff as as shallow as it might sound. When I started dressing better at events and started being a host and, and looking like I belonged on the poster all of a sudden, I was on the poster. <laughs> so I'm not getting rid of the mystery machine T-shirt, Pat Hilton. It's not dude, happening. I think you should totally. I think you should totally wear it because that's the branding of the show. <laughs> right. But when it comes to your captions, right. add yeah, some yeah. mystery machine shit to that clip. Scooby Doo should be jumping off of my head and bouncing and flipping off of him and all this kind of shit. There you go. Then people will be like, "Oh, dude, that was dope. Fucking Scooby Doo jumped off his head." <laughs> And now all of a sudden we went viral, <laughs> you know, so there's nothing wrong with branding it as you right, you just right, want right. To look as, as entertaining and as energetic as possible. Good stuff. All right, man. I'm going to, I told you we're flipping hey, script. I'm so pumped up right now. Look at Dude, Nick. Go. go do some push-ups, man. Just calm down. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take you back five and a half years ago, Pat. And uh, there was a conversation and somewhere in that conversation, somehow, some ways uh, it was brought to your attention that you were, in fact, going to become a dad. Do you remember that day? And what were the emotions? 
Yeah. So, uh, so my wife and I had a little conversation about having kids. And so we were trying to, you know, get pregnant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, it didn't take long. It took a couple months and she was like, I'm pregnant. I'm like, okay, awesome. And then, you know, anyone who's a dad knows that conversation because your whole life, you start to just start examining your life. Yeah. And that was when I was like, well, dude, I better do something to make sure that I solidify myself as like the best guy in my industry at what I do. And I had already done a couple of business conferences with the guitar and done some breaks and met, you know, Sean Whalen and, you know, guy, Mark Evans, who I'm still friends with these guys now. And, and those guys always like believed in the concept, but I hadn't really proven it on a big enough scale to where I was going to be able to support a kid and, and a wife and a family. Right. And so that was when I really started to kind of pivot and, and start to attack that entrepreneur, that little hole that I saw in those conferences of really dry environment. It's kind of boring. There's nothing exciting that happens in between speakers. The people, they get up and they leave when the speaker that they want to see isn't on stage. What can I do as an entertainer to insert myself into the lineup and spice things up? And that was when I started to make these advertisements for, you know, Grant and Elena and these people. In fact, when I got Grant and Elena Cardone's attention with that one video, I was asking them, can I play at the event? Can I play at the event? So this was 2017 and our baby was due in November of 2017. And my wife and I literally drove to Vegas to an event that Elena was speaking at, snuck past security and closed them in person at that event drove there from San Diego to make sure I shook his hand and closed that deal in person. Cause he wasn't telling me no on my idea, but he wasn't telling me yes. And so I think that there's this critical window of when you're expecting the baby and the baby comes that you've got this critical window of time where you need to take as much action as possible to try and position yourself for success around the right people And when I went and I played that job in February of 2018, I took our only car to Vegas to play at 10X and left my wife and the baby with a baby seat at our apartment and played that gig with our only car in Vegas and didn't even know I was going to pay the sales tax on the hotel. Like I just went there and shredded that place. And like I said, that's where I met Brad. So like, I think that you put all this sacrifice in and you go through all this and you put in your 10 years. I think people think that success happens overnight these days. It just doesn't. It took me 20 years to finally start really starting to kind of pivot and turn the corner like I am now. And I, I just don't think people should be afraid of that. Like be, be willing to eat shit and struggle because that's how you're going to get good. <laughs> There's no way you're ever going to get any good at anything if you're not willing to fucking eat the dirt. And there's 100%. our clip. Yes. And you that's know? also a new bumper sticker right there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what is it? Willing. I got to back up. You got to be willing to eat shit for 10 years or something. Yeah, you do. You know, everybody thinks that you're just going to be, you know, eating, you know, gold plated sushi and rolling around in the rollies and, and, and all of this kind of bullshit. It's just not reality. Most people are not in the 1%. Right. 
That's it, it, why they it, call it the one percent, man. One percent for a reason, <laughs> and and it doesn't come from not doing the ninety nine percent of the work that other people aren't willing to do before you get into that one percent. And so, if you're unwilling to do that work, and you're unwilling to go all the way to close those deals, and you're unwilling to put it all on the line and go out and perform for free, Grant Cardone didn't pay me for that opportunity. He gave me the time slot, gave me the opportunity to capitalize. And, and whatever I did with it, I did with it. And that opportunity gave me that one handshake with Brad that gave me the advice that created like the MC and the agency persona that you see now. But the only reason why it worked is because I asked the right questions in the right situation. So this is a combination of all these different things. But it all comes down to if you are going out and communicating with the marketplace in the correct way, you're going to get the opportunities that you need to ask the right questions, get better and get the results. He is Pat Hilton, and uh, he has turned that some bitch corner right there. And, yeah, it's and, working. Dude, I'm, I'm just listening to everything you say, and uh, it's it's impressive. And I just want to say, I don't say this very often to guests, but I feel very, very, uh, what's the word? Not privileged, not honored. Uh, I guess we'll just go with stoked to uh, yeah, have you word. on our show. Um, I appreciate for, you fortuitous. That's, that's a good word. Um, that is to be on here. A hell of a word. It is. Uh, it's a huge word. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. It's just, just you know, listening to some of these things. I mean, a lot of the advice and things you said, it's like we already apply. Um, we, we're yeah. pretty gosh darn good at knowing it. And that guy over there, Nick, is a he's a social media for he's tenacious. I call him the tenacious one because of it. And I love that. and I'm and I'm I'm so I I get it. I know social media is important. I know we got to do it, but I still I don't like doing it. I'm no, more of the behind I, I, the scenes editing the video guy and then I'll mm -hmm. give it to Nick and then you go do the posting and whatnot and I'll be the guy that goes up on stage and meets everyone and blah 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 that's like you know you go on you're saying you're an MC man I've been doing that for 20 years open yeah, up concerts or whatnot it's that feeling of thousands of people just rah, they're not necessarily screaming for you but you're on no, stage and you know you're, you're that first guy they see before that show happens and they're just ready to go it's mm -hmm. it's a feeling like nothing else man I, I but anyway Thank you before we even keep no, going farther for being on the dope. show. And congrats for I, you yeah, so putting in your like. 20 years. You know what I mean? Because I think you said something important there. And anybody that's listening to the show or watching you guys, it's like, look at how much time these guys have put in to bring you this value. So, you know, you got to respect that. Yep. I appreciate now, I that. Like we're, we're about to turn that corner, too. Like, we've only been doing this for almost three years, but it's like this. We've been. Right grinding so hard and like we finally we're learning the right ways to do things and we're willing to learn where there's a lot of people that do this stuff that are yeah. not willing to learn and take advice and take constructive criticism or whatever and we're willing to do all that and it's finally like man we got a distribution deal through believe where mm. you know that's finally happened our social media is turning around where the engagement's going through the roof we're making bigger, better connections and it's, you know, the guests are getting bigger and better. So it's, it's, it's a really cool feeling to see like, okay, there's, this could be a really, really big deal. And at the end of the day, we're passing on a positive message to parents and dads of like, Hey, kick ass, do something cool. Show your kids that you're not afraid to try. And, you know, I, I do that every day with dad cast, with my side stuff that I do. I manage bands, I do fitness stuff. And hmm. like, I want my kids to know, 
hustle, get your ass out of bed, do something and things, good things will happen. On that exact note, Nick. Yeah. Sorry, Pat. What was that? Oh, I was just saying that's just beautiful. I mean, that's yeah. what it's all about. I love that. On that exact topic. Um, I think I may have done a little too much of that to my son, Nick uh, Sawyer. So my Sawyer, son, he's 12. Um, he's gonna be 13 in August. Um, I literally bought, and I don't have them all at the same time, mind you, but I bought my third Tesla uh, three days ago. I, yeah. Again, I only own one, but it's the third one that I've had. And my kid just, he freaking, he's, he just wants to go. I'll go to the store to go grocery shopping. Never wanted to go grocery shopping before, but now I got the Tesla back. Dad, can I go? Can I go? Can I go? Let's go. Let's go. Um, and I explained to him that, you know, this doesn't just happen. I have to work hard, continue to work hard and everything that we do. So dad can, you know, that's the one thing dad loves and he can have, you know, everything else is for you guys, but Papa got the car that he wanted again. And I think he thinks that it comes easy because he sees me not, he doesn't see the struggle. You know, he doesn't get to see that side and me gone all the time and working. He doesn't see that. It just, it's happening. So conveying that message to him that it is, you know, <laughs> you got to work hard, man. It just doesn't come to you. He still hasn't applied it because my weeds are still growing out front and they haven't pulled them yet, even though I asked him. So we're, we're uh, it's, it, dude, it, it's funny having like multiple kids too. Like my 20 year old that works for Dutch bros, this kid gets up, works his ass off, worked his way into a management position with Dutch bros. He has his own stand, makes more money than I ever made at his age. It's, it's just insane. My fifth, my 16 year old, is the laziest kid I've ever met in my life. And he's like, dad, can you go, uh, can you go get me some lunch? Can you go buy me, go buy me a, a breakfast burrito. I'm like, dude, get up, go walk to the kitchen, go make a breakfast burrito. There's eggs, there's tortillas. It's just easier to go buy it, dad. I'm like, Oh God, what did I do wrong? But that's Man. just proud. You didn't cause look at the 20 yeah. year old. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, my 25 year old, same thing is in the army, just hustling my 18 year old daughter, even though she doesn't talk to me too much, she's still, she's still kicking ass. It's like, okay, this, this is cool. I've got, you know, one out of the seven. That's, 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 that's a pretty good, uh, success yeah. rate. And don't worry, man, that baby girl of yours, you still got time to mold her, right? Yeah. She's only three months old. So your kids, man, three and five, the Disney princess warrior wrestlers, uh, yeah. they, I, I, we would like to give you a, 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 a bit of a warning and a cautionary yeah. tale. Uh, let's do it. Yeah. Watch out for 12 and 13 and 14. It's all over. There's nothing you can do. Okay. There's going to be rebellion. There's going to be independence. There's going to be nasty words that you don't deserve. Even if you're the absolute perfect dad in the history of all dads, for whatever reason, those girls, they turn on us. And uh, Nick's in the middle of it. I, my oldest is 18. I'm still in the thick of it. My baby girl is going to be 10 in <laughs> two and a half weeks. And thankfully she still loves me you know but yeah, uh you just got, you got three more years yeah yeah we'll see we'll see i'm gonna see if i can turn the tide man and change it with her but i, I i'm not confident in this so <laughs> i guess the point the moral of that little story is pat is uh, in you got 12 10 more years give or take with yeah. the oldest before uh things yeah. start turning and then you could come back to this episode eight nine years from now and say i told you so they told me. And the funny thing is, is I was actually a middle child between two girls as a kid. 
So I have witnessed the fury, and the <laughs> right. hatred, and the anger, and the mood swings, <laughs> and the middle of the night frenzies that come with, uh, you know, teenage girls. Because I grew up with two of them, um, and the older one, my older sister Carrie, God bless her soul. <laughs> Here we go. Was so difficult at home, but was so perfect in public. <laughs> so no one actually knew like right. the wicked witch of the West that I witnessed at home. All they saw was Dorothy. Right. And then you try to tell your friends or family or whatever, and you're the asshole, right? I'm like, yo, dude, it this is totally fixed. Like, <laughs> this is not the real person. You know what I mean? Like, there's no place like home. That that did that's never been said ever until right now. <laughs> <laughs> did did she eventually turn it around? Is she are we all good now? She's yeah, she's way cooler now. I mean, but it was, uh, you know, being the only boy th that much estrogen. It's it was um, that's what my son is stuck with rough. right now. 18 year old older sister, nine year old younger sister, and he's 13 almost. It, it's that's uh, rough. You poor kid. I feel for you. All right. He's, he's in there somewhere, man. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, Nick. Hey, oh, Nick. So we got a thing yep. I, I, I used to do in radio. It's called the fast five. Nick, did you put together a fast five today? I got one. Okay. Yeah. So Nick, he does the fast five. Uh, I, I think you can gather what the hell it is. Let's go. Let's okay. do it. If you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? If I could have a billboard that like represents me or anything, anything, anything you wanted to represent, what would it be? <laughs> anything. You see that smug anything. ass look he just got. <laughs> I answer what you thought. Come on. I, I saw you think something, but I you, mean, I would say don't vote for Joe Biden in 2024. <laughs> Whoa. I'm just going to, that's the first thing that came to my mind. Man, we don't get political too uh, often. Oh I mean, man, finally. It's in my head. I live in Texas. There's like 20 gazillion people at the border. <laughs> Title 42 is about to end. They're going to let them all in. And you're like, what would you have on a billboard? And I just saw Brain dead Joe and just came right into my brain. <laughs> oh, there's another clip. Oh. That's the first I, one I'm making. I ain't kidding. All right, Nick, let's go. My head. No, you right. me to be honest. That's so a I good answer. I, go ahead. I, I, I love it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what is your uh, biggest parenting fail? <laughs> oh, my biggest parenting fail. So this could be uh this is a fail that I thought was a fail, but I think is going to end up being a win, but I'm going to go with it anyway. So there's like a little store called five below, right? And we take our kids to five below and we've bought way, way, way too many stuffies, right? <laughs> little stuffed animals, little $5 stuffies, $3 stuffies. There's literally bean bags full of these things. Now I thought that this was a big, huge, like fail for a minute, but I think that as I get older, I'm going to look back at all those stuffies and consider it a win. But right now my kids are spoiled brats and they want stuffies all the time. So. Oh, I hear you. My son wants so it. This is another one of those. Let's come back to this in nine years. <laughs> okay. Yes. And I'm going to be like holding their stuffies crying. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah so mine is we turned my two year old cocoa melon to Disney's cars. Right. Ah, now he has every freaking Disney car toy that's ever been made in oh, the man. Of Disney's cars. And dude, it's it's just insane. Anytime we go to Walmart, it's like, Dad, I need a new car. I'm Nick, like, bro, you have all of them. You gotta like, buy two of everything you buy and keep the other go. one packaged away. I have four. 
Even the one, remember that video I did with the one that has balls on top of it? <laughs> you mean a, <laughs> it's brains, man. They were brains. How many, like, how many Lightning McQueens can you drive at once? So, right? so dude, there's this, there's this cars that it's one of the little offshoot TV shows that has this. Dude, car. go grab it. Go grab it. Okay, it's supposed <laughs> to be a brain, right? Hold okay. on, get it. He's get he, it out. We need a live example. He, damn he, it. He tried to do. Uh, I, I think. I don't know if he can hear me right now. And so, but whatever the case, I think he tried to do a viral video. And I know <laughs> when you try to make a viral video, of course it never goes viral, but um, yeah, I couldn't does. tell if he was seriously pissed off at Disney or if he was joking when he made this video, but he says, Disney, we got a problem here. You can't be doing this. And he pulls up this car and I'm going to leave it at that. And you'll see what happens here when he shows it. And he says, yeah, because he ain't kidding. It it does look a little bit like what we're talking about here. Right. But at the same time, unless you're thinking that and you're a perverted, you know, guy in the brain. Well, right. So here we go. All right, here we go. Oh, yeah. It definitely looks like balls. I mean, it's a brain. <laughs> right. But so it's a, it's a it, it is a brain because I can put, see like the brainials. Like well, the yeah, so you put, it, you put it in the bath, right? Because it's a color changing car. It turns skin color. It looks like a freaking nuts. Oh, well, that definitely looks like it's a terrible. So, yeah, so I make this video and like the hate that I got was awesome. I'm like, I'm just going to keep the nasty comments because it keeps getting more views and more views. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, great. I made a yeah. video about like making your wife happy and like having a happy wife and a happy life and all this stuff. And people are like, clearly you're a beta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What, what, what are you Somebody talking said about? I spent too much and time I like go, I go and I like look at this person and this person has not been laid probably ever uh, <laughs> by looking at their TikTok page. But, you know, I'm the beta. Oh, oh gosh. Dude. Social the media warriors. They drive, they, they drive engagement like like nobody's business. Love, especially it. On Love it. Yeah. All right, Nick. Sorry, man. So I think we got th okay. through two. two. Number, three. Yes. Number three. Okay. What's your uh, biggest parenting achievement? So far, if you, say, if you say the stuffies, I'm going to kick your ass. Yeah, Whoa, right. Easy. We I just think, met this Sam. Don't threaten him. Right. Come on. I think that uh, my biggest parenting achievement has just been uh, improvement over time that I've improved myself. So like when we first had Ella, our five-year-old uh, in late 2017, like she didn't even have her own room. She was in a little pack and play sleeping next to our bed in a one bedroom apartment in California. And now it's like, we've got this nice house, got my business going, the studio. Um, she's got this beautiful little room. She's going to school at this nice area here in Texas. Uh, Collin County is rated the best schools in Texas. And so I would say my biggest parenting win is just improving myself over time for my kids. I love awesome. that. And it's always a work in progress too, man. We it, ain't done. It is, we dude. ain't done. No, Next. we got a long way to go, but that's, that's a big win for us. Okay. What is your favorite food to cook for your kids? Pizza because dude, they eat it and they don't complain. <laughs> awesome. Easy. Yeah. I just throw the oven pizza in. oven pizza works. <laughs> And oh gosh, five. Hold on. This I isn't fast, Nick. This is. I know, I know. I had to memorize. Oh, it's, it's fast. It's fast. <laughs> hey, okay, who's your uh, your favorite motivational speaker to the host for? So, uh, so there's a couple people that we post for, and there's a couple people we don't. If I had to say who's my favorite 
speaker client that we have, I would say Carlos Reyes. So there's a guy, Carlos Reyes, he's a client. Um, I came up in the game by emceeing his events and he became a client like later. Um, and he's an absolutely amazing person to follow. He was actually funny enough because I made a joke about the border. He was an illegal immigrant <laughs> from Mexico and um, came in, became a citizen, loves America, uh, built a multi-million dollar wholesale company in the real estate space and then branched out and owns, I, I don't know how many companies, 20 to 30 companies, all cash flowing entities. He's a part owner in some of them and has provided, you know, millions of dollars of education to people in real estate and in business acquisitions and um, has really paved the way for a lot of people to be successful. I think that uh, Carlos, out of all the clients that we have, has known me potentially the longest and has helped me the most. And so I would strongly suggest people follow him. He's got a great story of, I mean, literally came to the United States with nothing and uh, has completely set the standard in his space. So, you know, if he can do it again, he might be someone you even bring on the show because he's big into family, his wife, kids, and all of that stuff. So I'd be happy to make that connection. Ah, it's funny. Um, I, I, a thought came to my head when you were speaking. Uh, I just have to make this point real quick. Yeah. And uh, you can not be a Biden fan and still like electric vehicles. I'm an example. Yeah. That guy right there, Pat Hilton, yeah. is an example. Come on, so, man. yeah, you, for all the people, I can't to, tell many people, yeah. they're like, oh, you must be because you drive a Tesla. It's like, bro, I like to go fast and I don't like yeah. spending money on gas. That's that's my big things. And I can play video games and watch movies in the car with my kids. Yeah. But anyhow, yeah. while it's driving, while it's, dude, bro, I had an entire conversation with Nick today about this episode, and I'm like, hey, by the way, man, uh, this entire conversation, I didn't even touch steering wheel. It went like two cities. Fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that it's all about what works for you. And exactly. I think that we're at a point in, we're at a point in this country, regardless of who you vote for, you don't like my jokes or whatever. Yeah, I think that it's important for people to start looking at the actual data and the statistics rather than thinking with emotion. And this is something I learned from a lot of business people. My emotion always told me, just play the guitar and, and do it the way you want to do it. And if you don't make any money, who cares? Well, guess what? I ended up broke living on people's floors. So sometimes you got to remove the emotion and look at the data and pivot and channel your energy in the way that's going to convert. And you know where we're going right now, it, it's just not a good business plan. Too much spending. Um, no protection for Americans. It's America last and it doesn't work. And that doesn't mean that I can't still drive an electric Porsche. Damn right. He is <laughs> Pat Hilton. Pat, uh, before we end this thing, um, if anyone who is watching this and uh, is inspired or feels like they need the help or they just want to get in contact with you, uh, where do we go? What do they do? And go. Yeah, so pathilton.com is the best place to get on there and see everything I do uh, from speaking at events to running social media pages and creating a strategy for your company. I would just go on there, check it out, see what you like, even uh, hit me up on Instagram. Like I said, it's a really easy way to shoot me a DM, get in touch with me. Um, I think we booked this show on Instagram, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah. 
And so I think it's just really important for people to get out there and stand for what they believe in. You don't have to agree with everything I say or like I said, laugh at all my jokes, but you you have a right to make your voice known. And I think that you should and, uh, you know, get out there and do it. So if you want to find me, type my name in Google, go to pathilton.com, hit me on the gram and, you know, let's make some magic. There it is. PatHilton.com. Check him out on Instagram. All right, man. So the final question, um, I like to consider it the most important question I ask on this podcast. Um, Mm. That is debatable. But uh, here we go. If you can impart any wisdom to any brand new dad or soon to be dad, what is it going to be in the mind of Pat Hilton? So I would just go back to the 101 that I started with. And that's that um, if you want to be successful at anything and you want to show your kids success, then it starts with you. Um, Whether that's like, like you were saying, um, you know, Nick with fitness or, you know, JP, you were saying with your radio career, these are gentlemen that are going after something. They're pursuing it. They're putting time in Um, They're not looking at the money, they're looking at the result and the skill set that they're developing. And so, you know, if you're a new dad and you've got a dream, dude, the clock is going to start ticking super fucking fast. And so you have got to execute. You've got to go for it because 20 years from now, your kids are going to either look at you like a superhero or like a super failure. And it's, it's just the way it is. And you've got to get up and you got to show them what you're made of, dude. There you and go. So if you lack confidence, you'll look at that baby in your arms and find find the strength to, to get after it. Great answer. He is Pat friggin' Hilton. <laughs> Check him out at pathilton.com. Hire him. Have him do your social media. Have him do your next MC event. Do what you got to do. Uh, Pat, thank you so much, man, for coming yeah, on the guys. pod. Uh, it's been fun. I feel like we could probably go another two or three hours, but unfortunately, oh, totally. that's not how we're formatted. But, oh my gosh, Nick. Okay. I, know, yeah. I know it's next week. Do you have time on May uh, 16th to jump on for 30 minutes? May, May 15th. 15th. Sorry, May 15th. And the reason he's asking is we do on a Monday. We yeah. do a Father's Day episode every single year. We try to get as many of our guests that we've had on previous in the year to do like 30, 40 blocks in this Zoom. And we just wish each other happy Father's Day, talk some shit, blah, 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 real quick, meet some new people, some celebrities, some athletes, some musicians, you name it. And uh, and then we end it. And then I air it on Father's Day. We would love to have you be a part of that, obviously, yeah. with time uh, allowing. Yeah, yeah. Shoot me a message and let's. I mean, my calendar's got some time on that day, so okay. let's figure something out. Yeah, it might be that whole connection thing too, man. You might meet one of these guys, and you know, who knows? Maybe Sean Patrick yeah. Flannery's like, bro, I need your help. Yeah, it's it, a beautiful. Did we get thing. him yeah, on, by the way, Nick? Yeah. Did Sean uh, respond? He has not yet. Okay, <laughs> get on that. No, we, we got Sean Cannon from Karate Kid. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Oh, badass. That's great. Yeah, Mike Barnes, man. Karate Kid 3, the bad boy of karate. I I love it. (laughs) I love that, dude. All right. To everyone watching, wherever you are, however you may be listening or watching, thank you very much. We appreciate you. Uh, Make sure you do all the things on social media. Like, comment, subscribe. If you're here on YouTube, we'd appreciate a sub. Come on, do it. It's easy peasy. Hit the button, and we'll catch you all on the very next episode. Once again, Pat Hilton, thank you very much. You the man. Thank you, guys. We'll see you all next week. Take care. Peace.